It's our first anniversary, so it's time to play some of our greatest hits on this special edition of the Doc Washburn Show. Welcome to the Voice of the Resistance with Doc Washburn. We're the show that pushes back against the Uniparty and lets you in on the news that traditional talk radio is all too often afraid to talk about. This is episode 259 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show for Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. Just so you understand where I'm coming from, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. More evidence comes out all the time that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. Also, I will never call Joe Biden president because it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. I will never pretend a man can become a woman, and I will never forget about the January 6th political prisoners most Republican politicians refuse to even mention. And August 8th, 2022, the day the Biden regime's secret police conducted an unprecedented and unconstitutional raid on the home of a former president of the United States is a day that shall live in infamy. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburn.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Also, please remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. October 12th, 2022, is the first anniversary of our first episode of the Doc Washburn Show. So we're going to play you some of our greatest hits. Here was the beginning of my opening monologue on our very first episode on October 12th, 2021. Hey, this is Doc Washburn. I most recently did talk radio for the big talk radio station in Little Rock, Arkansas. I've also been blessed to have filled in frequently for the great nationally syndicated talk show host, Mark Levin. Today marks the beginning of my new national live stream slash podcast. Now, a lot of the people who listened to my local show in Little Rock have been asking why I'm no longer on the air there. So we're going to address that today in episode one of the new Doc Washburn show. And address it we did. Now remember, this is a podcast, not live radio. So if you hear anything as I play the greatest hits for you today, and you want to hear the rest of the story, as it were, you can easily go back and listen to the rest of a particular episode at docwashburn.com or wherever you get your podcast from already. The next clip is from episode 10 October 25th, 2021. Now, this is actually the voice of the CEO of Cumulus Media, Mary Berner, saying she is downright angry at people like me who refused to get the vaccine. In the spirit of expressing genuine emotion, I want to say now that I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad, and if I'm honest, not just a little bit mad. The euphoria that we all felt when effective and safe vaccines became widely available, and when the CDC told us that after such a massive personal and business upheaval, we could start to live our lives without limitations or fear again, was awesome. We all felt like a dark cloud had finally lifted and for the first time in a long time we were seeing only bright skies ahead yet 
That positive outlook for all of us, regardless of where you live, depended on all of us doing our part, which meant getting vaccinated. Think anybody, do you think anybody told her? Uh, look, if you want to hear the rest of what Cumulus CEO Mary Berner said about the vaccine, just go to episode 10 of the Doc Washburn show. It's all on there, but do you think anybody has told her? I mean, I wonder if anyone has told Cumulus Media CEO Mary Berner about the executive from Pfizer, not former executive, current, currently with Pfizer, who has now admitted under oath in testimony to the European Union Parliament that Pfizer did not even test to see if the vaccine would prevent the spread of the virus before they put it out on the market. This Pfizer executive said, well, we didn't have time. Would you want to be the subsidiary executive? Somebody who worked for her? Having to go in and say, uh, well, uh, now, Ms. Berner, um, there's a development in the news that we think you ought to know about. Probably not. Probably not. Speaking of the vaccine and all the young people developing myocarditis or even dropping dead after getting the clot shot, we have a clip now from episode 20, which I did on November 8th, 2021. Who does Terry Bradshaw think he is? This guy. This guy. You know, I, I don't think that he is intentionally lying. I just think that he uh, he got his bell rung a few too many times. No, I'm not saying he's as far gone as Biden, but I just don't, don't think he knows what he's talking about. Here's Terry Bradshaw yesterday on television. I'd give Aaron Rodgers some advice. It would have been nice if he had just come to the Naval Academy and learned how to be honest. Yeah. Learned, learned not to lie, because that's what you did, Aaron. You lied to everyone. I understand immunized. What you were doing was taking stuff that would keep you from getting COVID-19. You got COVID-19. Ivermectin is a cattle dewormer. Sorry, folks. That's what it is. We are a divided nation politically. We're a divided nation on the COVID-19, whether or not to take the vaccine. And unfortunately, we've got players that pretty much think only about themselves. And I'm extremely disappointed in the actions of Aaron Rodgers. You blithering idiot. Who do you think you are? No, pal, you're the liar. You're the liar. Horse dewormer. What's wrong with that guy? Horse dewormer. Seriously? Now, Terry Bradshaw is not the smartest guy in the world. He probably doesn't know that the people who developed ivermectin won the Nobel Prize for medicine just a few years ago because of the hundreds of millions of human beings that it has done great things for. But anyway, if you want to hear the rest of my comments that day, that clip is from episode 20 of the Doc Washburn Show. Next on our list of greatest hits from our first year is one of our Red River Your Way tweets of the day. And this one uh, 
This one kind of got me choked up. You know, there were awful tornadoes in the Midwest over the weekend. Well, one man showed up with a grill in Mayfield, Kentucky, after it was destroyed by a tornado. I know they don't have no electricity, so that means they don't have no electricity, no restaurants, no running water, so I just figure I'd do what I can do. Show up with some food and some water. God bless him. God bless him. You know, we have so much bad news that we have to give you on a regular basis. We have so much bad news we have to give you on a regular basis that uh, every once in a while, it's kind of nice to be able to give you a little bit of good news. Now, that was from episode 45 on December 14th. Next on our list are greatest hits from year one of the Doc Washburn Show is a clip from my interview with the great Julie Kelly over at American Greatness. And it went something like this. Okay, Julie Kelly, what did happen at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th? Well, uh, Doc, I can tell you it is not the common groupthink narrative that we were told at the beginning, which is that the president, with those words and his uh, belief and comments, supported by tens of millions of Americans, that the election was stolen, right. was raped and stolen from the American people. Um, but that what happened that day is that he incited a quote-unquote armed insurrection um, that resulted in the death of a police officer and four other people. Of course, four other people did die, but not because of Donald Trump. Um, and so that this was an effort, to, this was a coup, it was an attempt to overthrow democracy, et cetera, et cetera. That's not what happened. And as we continue to learn about potential involvement by the FBI, by direct involvement by D.C. Metro Police and Capitol Police officers who provoked the crowd early on by attacking them and assaulting them, resulting in the brawls that we saw over the next few hours. There's a lot more to the story behind the scenes and what the American people were presented with that day. Wow, that's Julie Kelly. Now, she has done the best and most consistent reporting on the January 6th setup. She's over at amgreatness.com. And if you want to hear the whole interview, check out episode 46 of the Doc Washburn Show. Next on our list of greatest hits from our first year, my response to Joe Biden complaining about those of us who disagreed with him about the COVID vaccines. And this is from episode 53. All too often... In the pulpits of our churches, we hear prayers like, well, Lord, just give them the wisdom. Give them the wisdom to do the right thing. Well, guys like Dementia Joe, they don't want the wisdom to do the right thing. So we got a different kind of prayer. We got a different kind of prayer for guys like Dementia Joe. Let's go, Brandon. Psalm 69. 
let their own table before them become a snare. And when they are at peace, let it become a trap. Let their eyes be darkened so that they cannot see and make their loins tremble continually. Pour out your indignation upon them and let your burning anger overtake them. May their camp be a desolation. Let no one dwell in their tents. For they persecute him whom you have struck down and they recount the pain of those you have wounded. Add to them punishment upon punishment. May they have no acquittal from you. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living. Let them not be enrolled among the righteous. That enough? No? I'll tell you what. How about uh, how about some Psalm 109? For let's go Brandon here. For Dementia Joe, who refuses to even acknowledge the existence of one of his grandchildren. Huh? The one in Arkansas. The one that Hunter Biden's paternity test showed he is the father of. As much as any politician I've ever seen. Joe Biden revels in lying to you. Revels in trying to make you bend to his will and the will of his puppet masters. Okay. So here's a prayer for our leader, Joe Biden. Who stole the election. Psalm 109. Appoint a wicked man against him. Let an accuser stand at his right hand. When he is tried, let him come forth guilty. Let his prayer be counted as sin. May his days be few. May another take his office. May his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. May his children wander about and beg, seeking food far from the ruins they inhabit. May the creditor seize all that he has. May strangers plunder the fruits of his toil. Let there be none to extend kindness to him, nor any to pity his fatherless children. May his posterity be cut off. May his name be blotted out in the second generation. May the iniquity of his fathers be remembered before the Lord. And let not the sin of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth. For he did not remember to show kindness, but pursued the poor and needy and the brokenhearted to put them to death. He loved to curse. Let curses come upon him. He did not delight in blessing. May it be far from him. He clothed himself with cursing as his coat. May it soak into his body like water, like oil into his bones. May it be like a garment that he wraps around him, like a belt that he puts on every day. May this be the reward of my accusers from the Lord, of those who speak evil against my life. See, Joe Biden just spoke evil of people telling the truth about the vaccines. He was angry with people telling the truth about the vaccines. And I'm not going to sit here and take it. Especially, especially when I find in God's word passages which are so appropriate to share with you about him. Now, I'm done with this. 
Oh, Lord, just give them the wisdom to do the right thing. No, 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 no. They don't want the wisdom to do the right thing. It's not like they're sitting there going, well, gee, what would be the right thing to do? Okay. So that was from episode number 53, where I was talking about imprecatory psalms. If you want to hear more of that. Next up, Bubba himself winds up in our greatest hits. Why should Bill Clinton be very happy about how the Glenn Maxwell trial was handled? Now, remember, Glenn Maxwell was front and center at Chelsea Clinton's wedding after, after her former boyfriend and the guy that she still worked for went to prison. Remember that? Went to prison because of the um, what he'd done to the underage girls. Right? So, and how many times was Bill Clinton on the Lolita Express? What, 26 times that we know of? So we find out that... Glenn Maxwell's little black book is going to remain sealed. Did you know about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, liberal law professor Jonathan Turley, Shapiro Chair of Public Interest Law at George Washington University, criminal defense attorney, legal analyst. So he's out there talking about it yesterday after the verdict, and he says, when you consider these five convictions for Glenn Maxwell... Jeffrey Epstein's former girlfriend and pimp. This picture becomes more glaring in the total absence of prosecution for the man on the other end of these flights. And the picture he's referring to is a picture of Bill Clinton getting a neck massage from a woman named Shante Davis. Now, now, who is Shante Davis? Well, if you want to find out who she is and find out more about why Bill Clinton, I'm sure, is really... Relieved at how things went in the trial of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's former girlfriend and Bill Clinton's friend, Galen Maxwell. Check out episode 56. Episode 56. Now, back in January, we were visited in central Arkansas by some of the, uh, the frontline COVID doctors. They held a conference at my friend Donnie Copeland's church in North Little Rock. And I had a chance to interview Dr. Richard Urso in the lead-up to the conference. And it went something like this. Why do you think doctors that you know have gotten into trouble for saving people's lives with early treatment with stuff like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin? So you bring up a really good point. And if you look at this, let's take a back step here. Isn't it unbelievable that one of the most impactful things in our society, we don't hear from the NIH, the CDC, we don't hear from organizations like Harvard. No one's putting out a protocol that actually um, tells you what to do. Go home until you get more sick. That's the recommendation. Now, of course, we do have the monoclonal antibodies. They've been wonderful, and now they've shut that spigot off. Wow. So, if you want to know why they shut the spigot off, 
the monoclonal antibodies. You can hear the rest of my interview with Dr. Richard Urso, one of the frontline COVID doctors, on episode 58 of the Doc Washburn Show. Now, I got to tell you how much we appreciate our advertisers here on the Doc Washburn Show. They're not just our advertisers. They're also our friends. They make it possible for us to do what we do week in and week out. Now for a a whole year. And we really appreciate them. Couldn't do it without you guys. More greatest hits from the Doc Washroom Show coming up. If you try to buy a car recently, you realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live, redriveryourway.com. You will be glad you did. Hey, I'd like to help you with some health issues. Do you have migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema, problems with your blood sugar, maybe even hay fever? Okay, let's do a little test. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system. And yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar. Do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center 501-279-2009 for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. If you're outside Central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and 
Click on Find a Doctor Near You, and I sure hope you can. All right, thank you once again to our friends, our advertisers, Dr. J.R. Crabtree and his wife, Dr. Tanya Crabtree, at TurnMyPowerOn.com. They're also our doctors. They've helped my wife. They've helped me. They've helped so many people that we know. And thank you so much to Mitch Ward, proprietor at RedRiverYourWay.com, who continue to give folks great deals on cars. And I should know because I'm one of them. All right, back to our greatest hits of our first year. Next, a clip from my interview with one of my favorite actors, Nick Searcy. He was in one of my favorite movies, Gosnell. He's also in my very favorite movie, Greater, the Brandon Burlesworth story, which was set right here in Arkansas. But Nick more recently produced and directed his own movie, and he came on to talk about that, CapitalPunishmentTheMovie.com, about what really happened at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. We're speaking with Nick Searcy about his new film about January 6, Capital Punishment. Uh, Nick, you spoke to one nonviolent, patriotic American after another, sometimes whole families, about how the FBI has attacked them. What do you think the FBI is trying to do here? Well, by uh, by driving armored vehicles into these uh, suburban neighborhoods and, and attacking these families, handcuffing 13-year-old girls, handcuffing a man's wife and his daughter, what they're doing is sending a message. They are trying to intimidate. This is, this is a terrorist tactic, like you would see in the, the Taliban doing, to try to send a message to the community, not only to punish people that they are uh, that they are approaching, but to send a message to the community that these are bad people. You don't want to be like these people. And so what happens to these uh, these people that they've, they've done this to, they not only face criminal charges, they're shunned by their community. The people around them say, oh, those are bad, violent people over there, because if they weren't bad, violent people, our government wouldn't be treating them like they were serial killers, so they must be awful. So a lot of them lose their businesses, some of them lose their homes. It's, it's really a, a disturbing terror campaign that, that, unfortunately, members of the community are carrying out in, on the government's behalf. Yeah, I guess the idea is, look, if they weren't bad people, would the FBI send... You know, um, a couple of dozen people in, in you know, at, at daybreak with battering rams and breaking down doors and this kind of stuff. All right. That was Nick Searcy. He had a lot more to say about January 6, 2021 at the Capitol and the FBI. You want to hear the rest? Just go to episode number 59. Okay. Next. This one was kind of. Speaking of January 6th, very poignant. Next, we have a clip from my interview with a gentleman from Arkansas, Richard Bigo Barnett, who had his picture taken with his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk on January 6th, 2021, at the U.S. Capitol this really shocked a lot of us and uh, and here it is 
we are approaching a solemn anniversary this week, uh, and it is an anniversary of a violent terrorist attack on the Capitol, where we saw the men and women of law enforcement demonstrate incredible courage, incredible bravery, risk their lives uh, to defend the men and women who serve in this Capitol. All right, Richard Bigo Barnett, you heard Ted Cruz say that yesterday. Uh, What's your response, sir? Yeah, okay. Well, let's set the record straight. Uh, Instead of talking about Ted and what a louse he really is, uh, and he's just ruining himself in politics, uh, like most of the GOP, I'm going to respond to that. I was there. Uh, We, uh, American patriots, conservatives, uh, constitutionalists, uh, went to the Capitol to protest um, the election process, which now is coming out. It's just a rotten, rotten situation. Yeah. Uh, people are coming out to, to their guilt and everything else, and nothing's being done about it. But let's just keep it short. So let me say this. We went there to peacefully protest. Afterwards, we walked to the Capitol. Along the way, I shook police officers' hands. Uh, before I ever went to the Capitol and long before any of this happened, I was already doing black back-to-blue rallies. I want to get this part straight. I was already doing back-to-blue rallies. I was raising money to buy body cans for small-town police departments that could not afford it. Wow. So I do the blue, okay? I had a Second Amendment rights group, over 500 members. That's all shut down for now. But I say that to say this. We were walking to the Capitol. I was shaking hands with police officers, thanking them for being there. Metro police uh, arrived at the Capitol. A couple of Capitol police came by me. I was standing on the northwest corner, which is a rise up there by the Capitol, which I jokingly, when I'm telling my story, and not really jokingly, but I call it the grassy knoll, I guess, more to make a point. And I'm looking down on this huge crowd that's come up. Many in this crowd had walked with me. I'm talking about wheelchairs, uh, elderly, families with children, and they had gathered there in front of the scaffolding. And to keep the story short, suddenly out of nowhere, myself and my two friends who were observing this watched the police sneak up from behind and start shooting tear gas and flash bombs into the crowd. Okay? Wow. The crowd rushed forward into the tunnel where other officers were there to beat them. That video is now available on Joe uh, on Joe's website. I'll try to post it up later if you follow me on Twitter at yep. Big O Barnett. Uh, so the point is, yes, it was violent, violent domestic terrorism on their part. It's treason on their part. And the truth will come out. And Ted Cruz is a louse, and he is not an American hero. He is an American failure. Wow. Um, Richard Big O. Barnett had a lot more to say that day, and he was not the only person I interviewed that day who was at the Capitol. That's episode 61. You want to check it out, you might hear some stuff that uh, will shock and surprise you. I think anybody who heard Ted Cruz called January 6th the Capitol a violent terrorist attack, who actually knew what happened, was shocked that Ted Cruz would say that. Tucker Carlson basically called him on the carpet. Ted Cruz trying to walk it back. Well, I uh, I misspoke. Tucker Carlson on Fox News is saying, with, with, with all respect, Senator Cruz, you're easily the smartest person in the United States Senate. You always choose your words carefully. Um, 
I'm sorry, I, I can't buy that, that, that it was a mistake, that you misspoke. Sorry, nope. Anyway, I thought it would be nice to get somebody who was actually there to push back. And that wasn't the only person that was there that I interviewed that day on episode number 61 of the Doc Washburn Show. All right, next on our list of greatest hits, on February 8th, 2022, I spoke with the great Peter Schweitzer. He wrote the, uh, the best-selling book, Clinton Cash, several years back. Spoke to him about his latest book, Red-Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win. And I asked him what it was going to take to hold some of these elites legally accountable. Very interesting answer. Uh, This has been going on for years. Why hasn't there been some sorts of criminal investigations to try to hold some of these people accountable? Well, I think it's a great question. I mean, there there are investigations ongoing that we know about. Uh, I have a chapter in the book about uh, the Biden family. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what I point out in the book is that uh, the Bidens have received some $31 million from Chinese businessmen, and each and every one of those businessmen is linked to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. Uh, we know that um, this has been the subject of a federal grand jury uh, going back to 2018. It's still ongoing. Now, that's four years in the making, so you wonder why it's going so slow. Uh, and we also know that there have been other concurrent investigations, uh, but it's very hard to get uh, these bureaucrats uh, and prosecutors at DOJ to go after their favored political figures. Um, sure. you know, in other words, they were they were very happy to participate in uh, uh, you know proceedings related to Donald Trump, uh, but when it comes to Joe Biden, they're less so. I think the solution here really resides in. If the Republicans retake the House and the Senate, uh, we need, uh, particularly on the House side, an investigation. They've got subpoena powers where we get to the bottom of this and expose to the American people what's going on. Uh, the question of prosecution is a separate one, but we can't allow ourselves to get so frustrated and discouraged by the fact that um, justice is not being done. Because if we do, we'll become immobilized by it, and yeah. we'll, we'll stop exposing this stuff, and that's exactly what they want us to do. Peter Schweitzer, author of the book Clinton Cash, about his latest book, Red-Handed, How American Elites Get Rich, Helping China Win. Of course, if you would like to hear the rest of my interview with him, check out episode number 83. So I think what we're going to do here. Today's episode will be part one. We have greatest hits from before I ran for governor. And then on the next episode, we'll do part two. Greatest hits for the Doc Washburn show after I ran for governor. How's that sound? So I guess it's about time to say hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com, the big old car dealership that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV. 
of your choice online the way you want to. Have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental United States of America. All right, so today's Tweet of the Day brought to you by Red River Your Way is from the Washington Free Beacon, and it is um, Dementia Joe Biden. Soldiers of campaign learned to scale rock, ski, and survive preparing for the war they were about to fight. The pivotal moment came, as the senator pointed out, in February 1945. Surprise ally attack in the mountains in Italy. Imagine, it's pitch black, punishing cold. The mission high in the mountains that hinged on the skill, strength, and stamina that could have only been gained in a place like this. They're more than ready. They were more than ready that day and since then. American soldiers in the 10th Mountain Division scaled that 1,800-foot cliff at night, caught the Germans by surprise, captured, captured key positions, and broke through the German defense line at a pivotal point in the war. Just imagine, I mean it sincerely, I say this as a father of a man who won the Bronze Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. Just imagine... I say this sincerely. I speak as the father of a man who won the Bronze Star and lost his life in Iraq. Except the problem is his son did not lose his life in Iraq. His son died of cancer here in the United States years after he got out of the service. You always know with this guy that when he says, I mean it, or I'm not joking, or I mean it sincerely, or no joke, he's lying. And that far, far predates the dementia. Does he have dementia? Yes. Is it getting worse? Yes. But has he always been like this? Oh, you better believe it. That goes way back. That goes way back. On the next episode of the Doc Washburn Show, we will give you part two, some of our greatest hits from after my run for governor. You've been listening to episode 259 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansour's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier X. And that's the way it is. Wednesday, October 12th, 2022.